Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Not So Perfect Christian Life with me and Hannah. Uh, tonight we're going to be looking at the idea of following well. We've boasted this, haven't we, Hannah, that we mm. tend to think that in church we talk a lot about leading, yeah. but we don't always talk about following. And actually both are absolutely necessary because there's no point having leaders if we haven't got any followers. Yeah. But also, I guess, just at the start to say that even if you would class yourself as a leader, then we are also called to be followers and, I guess, at the main thing, followers of Jesus. So we're going to talk about all of that tonight. And so I'm going to hand over to Hannah. Where do you want to start us with? Uh, well, you just saying that there, I think that was my starting point as well, of just saying, <laughs> Oops, sorry. no, it's fine. We're on the same page. As always, Joy, we're on the same page. <laughs> um, but yeah, just that I think following well is more important than leading well. I think leading well is born out of following well. And I think... It isn't yeah, yeah. something that we do talk about so much in church life. Um, or maybe we do. Maybe we use different words for it. So we maybe talk about repentance or we talk about um, just being changed by God and those sorts of things. But I think there's something in the word like follow that I really love. And I love it as well because I feel like so much of um, culture... And life is about kind of finding the answers within yourself and kind of asserting yourself and knowing yourself. Yeah. Which, I'm, you know, I think there's some value in that. But I think the Christian life is just so fundamentally about following the person that is actually in charge and the person mm -hmm whose story is actually what matters. And mm. I don't mean in that, like, oh, think that we're insignificant or anything like that. We're not. And Jesus definitely doesn't treat us like that. But I just think this whole world, all our lives, everything that's happening in this world is fundamentally his story, not ours. Like we are such tiny participants in it. And yet we can so think that so much is about us, can't we? And we mm. can think like, and I don't think there's any life in that either. Like there's no life in that. But when you find yourself caught up in the one story that is really true and really matters, I think there's so much meaning. There's so much joy and freedom and hope and all those things. Um, so I just think it is, I'm really glad we're doing it because I think it is just absolutely fundamentally what we are as Christians we're followers of Christ that is who we are um how we do that what we learn about that along the way I guess we're gonna have quite a lot to say about tonight but I think that's the starting point of we are just we're sheep we're the we're the followers <laughs> he's he's the shepherd we're yeah. not shepherds we are we're the sheep that get lost that fall into ditches um, this is a total tangent, but I've got to tell you now because I read about it on, um, we were talking a bit about the Lord's My Shepherd on Sunday. Right. And then um, one of the members of our hope group put a message in about um, anointing your head with oil. And you know, in that psalm, it talks about I, he anoints your head with yeah. oil. And she was talking about how sheep, when they get stuck in these ruts, 
um, like flies come and plant eggs in their noses and mouths from which worms grow and crawl up their noses and into their mouths. Apologies to like... anyone eating their tea or <laughs> I know, food. I just found it really problem. interesting. <laughs> it's gross. It's totally gross. But that's what they... So a shepherd and a sheep, because it drives them mad, so they'll bang their heads while they're stuck in this rut, bang their heads against the side to try and get it out, and they can't get it out. So, and often they will end up dying from banging their heads so hard. So a shepherd would anoint their head with oil because the oil protects them and yeah. seals their orifices. And I was like, oh, I just love that. And we're those sheep yeah. and we are the ones that seriously need help. And Jesus is the one that shows us the way and helps us. Yeah. Um, so I tried to link it in there. Do, I, do you think that managed to yeah, link it in it a little did. bit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. What, what did you think when you were thinking about following? Where did your mind go to? Well, mine just went to, I guess, the two areas that I think about following, which is firstly, if you're a believer, that's following Jesus. And then yeah. following other people. Yeah. Because yeah, I guess we're yeah. not just talking about... Following Jesus, although I'd say that the better you follow Jesus, if you would call yourself a Christian, the better you follow Jesus, the better I think that you follow other people, um, mm. despite the fact that people are flawed. Um, mm. But yeah, so those are the two areas. So I thought first about following Jesus, but like what you were talking about and with less of the worms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I... It was funny because what came to mind when I first started thinking about this was that when um, John and I first got married, we started doing boring dancing together. And it turned mm. out we were really well matched and we were good at it. And John and I didn't really tend to argue very much until we got on a dance floor. And then we had <laughs> like blazing rows on the dance floor because he was having to lead and because I was having to follow. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And I, and I found that really difficult. Um, yeah. Just being like brutally honest about it. And I was, when I was thinking about this, I was like, the reasons why I found it really difficult are because we'd only just got married. So I was just like, you know, we were trying to sort of establish that whole leadership thing. Um, but also I, was, I would often be saying to him, well, you don't know what you're doing. Like, why, yeah. why am I going to follow you? You don't know what you're doing. Or I can do this better. And um, he would often be like, look, I can't lead you if you're not going to follow. And we'd, uh, it would just go back and forth, back and forth. Um, now we've sorted things out. And even though we're not dancing anymore, we don't have those blazing rounds about that. I am more than happy to follow. Um, <laughs> but it just, it just really came to mind. And it just really made me think about why um, following is hard. Um, yeah. whether it's on a dance floor or not, like following, you know, so if that's what I was like with John, then you can all feel sorry for God in this because <laughs> I'm <not laughs> always better in following him. But I was thinking about like involved in following this so much, isn't there about yeah. who you're following, um, yeah. whether you trust the person you're following, because we all follow, we're all following something or someone, yeah. whether we realise yeah. it or not. And following is just quite a common thing in our society now, what with things like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and having followers. But we're yeah. all following something. But I guess I was thinking about we have to choose really carefully who we follow because um, people can lead us in completely the wrong direction. 
Um, So that's just to say right at the beginning that I think that um, following can be hard. Following Jesus can be really hard because even Mm. though he is totally trustworthy, will only, will be your good shepherd. So will only bring you into good things, um, will not harm you, will not hurt you. Since really sin came into the world, we don't trust God and we doubt Mm. him and we we disbelieve who he is. And so actually that makes following him quite difficult. I mean, I don't know. That's just my yeah. experience. Do you find following Jesus difficult, Anna? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, really difficult. Really difficult because like you're saying, it was funny, me and John didn't stick with it, but we did, um, we went to a swing dance. I think it was that. It's, one of his colleagues used to do it and it was all kind of like fast and jazzy and <laughs> yeah but they like throw disastrous. you around everywhere <laughs> oh it just didn't it didn't go well and we just argued as well <laughs> because I think you're right like it's really hard to follow because you have to you have to trust the yeah. person that you're following don't you and I think it really matters to trust them because like you've just said there's the you know insta whatever there's you hear about all sorts of people getting in trouble for like blindly following or you even think about like nazi germany or things people sort of like group culture where you're just following swept along following something and maybe you shouldn't be um so it really matters that you trust who you're following or what you're following Mm. i think it's really i think what you said about um we are actually all following I think we are just fundamentally that is how we're designed so I don't think so yeah I agree with you I think we just we're all following all sorts we're either following ourselves or we're following this person on that or that person on that or this thought and idea on that I I, yeah I agree that I just think we're fundamentally designed like that and we we go that way um but yeah I think trust it really matters that we're convinced that we can trust who or what we're following. Um, and so when it comes to Jesus, I just I just think, you know, you read the Bible and he's just laid out time, story after story after story, time and time again, where he's shown how faithful he is and trustworthy he is. And then, so when you, if you're deciding that you want to follow him, there's absolute wealth of evidence to show that he's trustworthy. And I suppose ultimately we, you know, we talk about, well, he, he left heaven, was born as a man, lived to die for us in our place. So if he's prepared to give his life for us, we really can trust him. Um, but then even knowing all that, yeah. I'm just thinking about my own journey. When I came to him, you think you trust him, but I think the longer that you've known him, I really do sort of feel like the rest of life is about highlighting the areas where you don't. (laughs) So maybe you sort of, I don't know, for me personally, like me, I kind of, I guess my journey with him sort of started with trusting him to kind of um, reconcile me to God and offer me forgiveness. And then you get a little bit older and you sort of like, oh, like, can I trust you with my finances? Uh, mm. And 
what a ridiculous question because <laughs> if he if he died for me like it says in Romans how will he not graciously give us all things and then you get a bit older and you feel well can I can I trust him with my marriage and then maybe your job and then maybe if you've got kids can I trust him with my kids like I was just saying to you earlier Joy my eldest is really unwell at the moment and you're like oh can I trust you in this situation there's just however much you think you trust him there's always life just throws up challenges to that trust doesn't it and I think what he does in a believer's heart is embed that trust deeper and deeper and deeper and it's hard one through difficult circumstances yeah. and trials but you see how faithful he is through those things and it just it builds in you a greater trust so again like I was saying to you earlier Joy wasn't I that I don't think I've had I've, I'm quite like I'm a middle child maybe that's why but I, I'm quite a problem solver fairly consider myself anyway fairly competent I can just get on with stuff um maybe a bit of a coper as well like I'll just manage a situation and so I think if that is your personality as well I I feel like it's maybe a little bit more challenging to surrender to follow him and trust him because you're so familiar with coming up with solutions for yourself um But I feel like, especially the last, literally the last two weeks that I've just been like a whirlwind of um, family issues, work issues. And I don't think I've ever, quite, I think because it's been quite a hard year as well, my, my resilience has changed and sort of just recovering from quite a difficult patch. And then this whirlwind, whirlwind comes and you're like, oh, I don't have the resilience that I had for that a while ago. But then I feel, and it's ridiculous saying it because I'm nearly 40 and I've been following Jesus for a long time now, but I feel a real new experience of just being carried by him Mm. um, and of just being swept along by him. And I really, it's quite nice. I don't like it, but I do kind of like it. Um, So I don't, I don't like feeling like, I don't know where this is going. I'm not really sure what's happening. But at the same time, I think because he's just given me such a backlog of trust in him, I quite like the surrender of it to him of like, okay, where are you going to lead now then? I'm just going to mm. I'm just gonna hold on to you because I don't really know what's going on. Um, yeah, definitely. But, I, but how have I got, like I've been following him for, oh, I got baptised when I was 16. So that's at least like, 24 years and I'm only set I'm only sort of experiencing that in that way now it's crazy isn't it yeah but then I think that um that sometimes God sort of sometimes he'll go at our pace and sometimes he'll go no we're going to move this along now but I I do actually think I really remember uh, when I was reading a book by Heidi Bacon she said that to a certain extent I think she thinks that we can choose how deep we go with God um Mm. And how much we say yes to him, how much we allow him to influence our lives, how much we will do what he asks us to do, how much we will follow him, where we'll follow him, whether we've got limits where we go, I'll follow you this far, but no further. And I think that I think that changes over time. I know for me that um, in the last couple of years, I've followed him better 
um, and into more places than I have ever done before. Um, Mm. And that's yielded a whole load of fruit in my life, but also built up, like you were saying, this sort of bank of trust, because you only actually build up that bank of trust if you follow. And then you see, and then you see that, um, and you see God come through. Um, It's like you, you can't really stand at the edge of the Red Sea like Moses didn't go, well, I trust you, God, that you're going to, that you're going to part this. See, you actually have to sort of start moving and watch as he parts it. Um, and yeah. I think it's very easy for us to sit there and go, of course I follow God. Of course I trust him. Of course. I... And then he goes, right, come on then. Um, let's take that first step. And then you only build up, as I say, you only build up that trust when you follow and when mm. you, you know, you walk where he's asking you to walk or you go and pray with someone that he's asking you to pray with, or you do these things that he's asking you to do. And that's when you start to do that and you start to go, oh God, you are faithful. I can trust you. And so you start to give, I think, um, hopefully in your walk with Jesus, you start to give over a bit more and a bit more and a bit more of your life because ultimately he wants all of it. But I'm very yeah. grateful that at the beginning, he doesn't just go, right, give it all to me right now. Like he painstakingly works with us. And so I think that we, there will be some areas for all of us where we will naturally follow him better in. Yeah, um, yeah. And there'll be other areas where we are much more reticent. Like I've talked before about the fact that actually I, once I had children, I found it really difficult to trust him and follow him in terms of allowing him to like deal with my kids. And sure, yeah. I've still got parental responsibility within that, but as in like handing them over to him of being like, you're in control here, God, and I trust that you will protect them and look after them. But yeah. I think it's all like him taking us on that journey of of following and learning. And I think the reasons why we don't want to follow God are because from the fall, from Adam and Eve, like they thought that they knew better. And that is yeah. fundamentally the reason why we don't want to follow God is because we have to relinquish some element of either our ability to deal with the situation or our ability to be in control. And that's quite uncomfortable. Um, yeah. And I think if you're a, I think the more self-reliant you are, um, I think the more God calls this out of you because he doesn't want us to be self-reliant. And so yeah. we will end up being put in situations where he sort of says to us, you need to follow me here. You like you don't know the way, yeah. um, and I think that good shepherd analogy is a really great one to have in our mind in this because asking a sheep to like know where it's going, like in the dark yeah. or whatever, you just be like, yeah. that's absolute lunacy. You'd absolutely yeah. trust the shepherd with the staff and the training, and he knows what he's doing, a proven track record, and so and yet often we're sheep going running ahead of the shepherd going, I reckon I, I've got this together. Like I can see where I'm going. And the shepherd's like, come back here, you silly sheep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which uh, one of my voices is a little, I'm so you may well have got this verse as well, but I love this one in John 10, 4, where it says, um, when he has brought out all his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Yeah. And I, there's so much in there that I love. And I just love that, like, we're his own. Like, he's won us by his blood. We're his precious children. We're we're his own, like, of his own flesh as well. Like, he feels for us and with us. And we are so connected to him. And then he goes before us. Like, he knows what's coming next. He knows 
the way he's marked out the way for us. I, like, I love it how it says in Acts, doesn't it? Like not one of our days, all our days have been ordained before one of them comes to be. Um, and, and then our job is just to follow him. And I love how it says that for they know his voice. And yeah. I think it, it, it is simple and it's not simple. Like it doesn't feel simple to follow, does it? At times you can just wrestling with what are, what are you doing, Jesus? Like yeah. what on earth in this situation? Where are you in this situation? Where are you going in this? I can't, I can't see it. I don't understand what's happening. So I, that feels complex at times, doesn't it? But actually mm. reading that, that's, there's a real simplicity to that. They know my voice and that's just... It's like key, how you get to know someone's voice. It is really key. It's about time spent with that person. It's about understanding who that person is and what they value and care about and and all those things. And so so you know it when they speak because it's it's familiar to you. You've heard them speak in the in the past before. And you can't you can't have that in a moment. You build your history yeah, with absolutely. him, don't you? Yeah. Um, but then also just knowing what he's like and knowing where he'll lead. And there's so many things that the Bible, that Jesus doesn't spell out about where he'll lead. So, you know, are you going to live on this street or this street? Or, you know, what, what job are you going to take? Like those details... This is not laid out in the Bible, but you there's so much that is laid out of what he's like. So maybe which could maybe show us, well, what is more likely? Like, is he gonna lead us into this thing here that where we have a role to play in telling people about him and sharing him, where we can mm. share our gifts for the benefit of others and building them up? Like, or is he gonna lead us into something that's just about like our own greed maybe or acquiring more items and objects and I haven't explained that very well but I think you know knowing what he's like also as well as just sort of having that previous experience with him knowing what he's like from reading his word and finding out well who is this God does give you a sense of well what is his voice going to say it's not going to tell me to do it's not going to tell me to like hate my neighbor no he tells me to love my neighbor um yeah. So yeah, but I just I love that they know his voice. It's such a simple thing, isn't it? Yeah, simple but can simple and vital, but actually like we've talked about before in one of our other podcasts, you know, it's training. It's training yeah. your voice to hear it's training your mind to hear his voice. Um yeah. and and the other thing to say with all of this is that when you're when you put your faith and your trust in Jesus, that then you've got the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and His He is always leading you, yeah, in the yeah. right path because He's the Holy Spirit in you who's guiding you. And so sometimes you can th- sit there and think, well, I don't know, I don't know whether I'm going in the right direction. I feel like I have no clue what's happening in this situation. And often we don't. Thankfully, the Holy Spirit in us is like our tour guide. And he's like, all right, let me, let me show you the way. Um, yeah. and often it just really needs us to sort of get out of the way and mm. to just be like, yes, Lord, I like, I surrender to you. And because more and more, I've been thinking that what he's looking for is not competent people. 
He's no. looking for faithful people. Like yeah. the, wor- the world is for looking sheep. for competent people. God is yeah. absolutely looking for faithful people. And, and by that, I, I mean, I think that he's looking for people that will follow him to the end, that yeah. will follow him wherever he leads, that will um, hear his voice, that will follow what he says in his word, that will even when everything around you looks like, man, I have no earthly idea what you're doing in this situation, God. And yet I will follow you. Like that is the gold. And that's what he's looking for. Because I think for all of us, we have that sort of, God, I will follow you this far and then no Mm. more. And so sometimes Mm. he's going, and, and I think I've shared in another podcast that I sometimes feel God saying to me, are you all in joy? Are you all in? Mm. Mm. And that, and some days I find that easy to answer and other days I don't because I'm like, no, where are we going to go today, Lord? Um, (laughs) But in saying that, when I think about the last, well, when I think about my life of like walking with Jesus, I don't regret any points of following him. Some of the places like he's led have been hard and I've sat there and gone, I would have done this a different way, Lord. <laughs> could we not have <laughs> shortcut this or could this have not been as painful as it has been? Like, and I'm not bel- yeah. belittling those times. And I have wrestled with God and I've wept with God and I've said, I don't know what you're doing. And, and he's just very gently said to me, just follow me, trust me. Mm. And in those times where you're like, do you know what? I've seen enough of your character. I've read enough of your character I spent enough time like worshiping and praying to this God that I just know that you are good. And that yeah. doesn't mean that everything that he leads me into, I will immediately go, oh yeah, this looks good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. Not. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. God, we have different ideas of what good is. <laughs> I frequently say to God, like, we have different ideas about how quickly things move, and we have yeah. different ideas yeah. about how good things are. But in saying that, um, as I was saying to my children today, wherever God leads is always good, and I've never regretted it when I followed Him. But it it does mean relinquishing where how we see a situation where we want to lead like it it means for me which I've also shared it's meant slowing down because I'm halfway ahead like if I'm way up from him and he's like joy I'm waiting for you here like why why are you there and thankfully since he spoke to me about that I often check in with him now and I'm like god are we are we at the same point? I don't want to be ahead of you and he's like and and actually since then I'm saying no we're you're with me and that's where I want to be because I just more and more as you were saying that you go through life and you just realize I don't I don't know most stuff I I don't know what's going on in life I can only see a very small part of things I don't know what's good for me even the things that I think are good for me are not always good for me and so I now more and more I come before God being like you know you know the better way Mm. and I don't yeah definitely and I want to follow you but that's come like you said it's hard one it's come from the following and him showing you that he does know the better way yeah yeah I think I I think some of the things I find hardest to kind of get my head around is where you feel or where I feel I have been trying to follow yeah and or where I feel I felt like he's maybe called me to something and then I guess what comes with that is a certain expectation from you. But then also like 
just a, even when you're really trying to decipher and figure out, okay, what, what are you asking of me in this Jesus? And then it goes really not how you imagined yeah. at all. Even when you thought you or you hoped your motives in it were like to follow him. Yeah. And then I think that's really hard. And I know we've done a podcast on disappointment and how you process disappointment with God. And I think, I think for me in my own life, that has been where some of the biggest disappointment has come from, where I felt like, I felt like I was just saying yes to you, Jesus, like that Isaiah, who will go? And I'm mm. like, I'll go, gee, I want to go, yeah. I want to go. And I've, and I haven't, I haven't, sort of thought this is about my own agenda this isn't about my pride I haven't really thought that it's that but then it's just gone so far from what I thought it was it's really hard Mm. to process that isn't that and yeah I mean I think it is possible to process it but yeah you know sometimes sometimes you're following and you're like okay fine yeah I I see I wasn't really that was about me Jesus I see that um I just wanted that thing but other times you're really sincerely trying to follow him and then it just doesn't, doesn't go how you thought. And it's, yeah. that's hard to get your head around. But I think, and I know that's from my own experience, I know that's hard to get your head around and there's a lot of processing to do there. But I, like you were saying, I don't regret, I don't regret anything of my journey of following him. Like it's just gets sweeter as it gets harder <laughs> um yeah and it's true. I love and I love the um and I think it's because like I've got this other I really like this other verse in John John 8 where it says whoever follows me will not walk in darkness mm. but will have the light of life yeah and that's right why that's why you can kind of endure difficult things or process disappointment and all those things because you are so essentially if you're trying to follow him walking in the light of life like mm. he's the light of life who where, who else are you gonna follow where else are you gonna go um yeah and I'm st- I'm more convinced of that now through years of different challenges and trial and and suffering than I was when I was naively like yeah I'll follow you Jesus mm. um so I just can testify to that my own experience of it is you know he really is the light of life I'm things you can go through dark times but it doesn't overcome you does it Um, no well he promises that doesn't he yeah and it's true yeah and then just thinking about how he works though and I think so much about how Jesus is just all about relationship like he's the triune God so fundamentally he's in relationship with father God holy spirit him like there it's all about relationship and so and because the story is his, not ours, the people around us are really intentionally placed around us. Yeah. And the people around us have got really critical parts to play in his story that we really need. Like we are not, you know, it's not like when he says who will go for me, he's not looking for just that one person, go do it all on their own. He's looking, he's always building his church, his people, isn't he? Yeah. And, um, so I just love that. And so I think following Jesus, although it's hard, you do know that you're dealing with someone who's perfect. It's just hard you adjusting to that. Working with other people. Yeah, right. Well, I was going to say that. 
and following other people it's 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 it can feel even harder at times because they're not perfect they make mistakes but still I think the way that God has designed us is that we follow he we're following him maybe maybe you should say it differently we're following him and we're working together I don't know if that's a better way of saying it I don't know what were your thoughts around that well, except that like church leaders were called to follow and submit to. Um, yeah, like the yeah, Bible talks yeah. about that. Because I yeah. I was spent quite a lot of time thinking about following in terms of other people as well. Because some of what we said for God still applies to other people. So you're still looking for character. Um, yeah, yeah. And character is the most important, actually, when you're following people. Like we get into trouble, I think, when we follow people's giftings. And the character yeah. isn't really there. Character is still really important. Obviously, with that comes the, you know, the understanding that we're all flawed. So where God's never going to get anything wrong or hurt you or harm you, another person might. Um, yeah. And I'm well, aware. Let's be honest. Will or will? <laughs> yeah. And and but also I'm aware that within this podcast there might be people listening who've been like I followed someone and it might be a church leader or I yeah. followed people and they've catastrophically mucked it up yeah um yeah. and that is incredibly difficult and I don't want to yeah. sort of shy away from that because that is really hard I think the bible like is really clear particularly in terms of church leaders what character they've got like I'm not gonna i I won't read out the whole passage on it because it's quite long, but like Titus is a really good yeah. um, book to look at for that of like, you know, church leaders are called to have strong characteristics and they're listed. Yeah. But I think that um, I was thinking about what following is and what following isn't because mm. for me, so I was thinking about following well, when I was thinking this through for me, it means like submitting and this can apply to God all can apply to other people, but like submitting even when it's hard. Yeah. Um, praying for those who lead you. Like when we're called yeah. to do that, aren't we? Like praying for yeah. like church leaders who lead you. Following graciously. You know, yeah. we can follow in a strop or a sulk or we can follow graciously. Like, okay, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. I'm not sure where you're going, but I'm going I'm to follow you graciously. Like yeah. doing what they ask you to do within good reason like mm. and in good grace I guess um but mm. I guess with a with a human leader they shouldn't be asking you to do anything that's contrary to what God would ask you to do or the what the Bible says that's always like a really key one but I was also thinking like following well for me has meant like confronting situations so not yeah. harboring resentment resentment but yeah like if you're following someone and you feel like there's been a there's been a problem in that relationship that yeah. actually like dealing with it and like showing forgiveness. So those were the things yeah. that I had for like following well, but then for sort of following well doesn't mean, and I feel really strongly about these following well doesn't mean being a doormat. Like think we yeah. sometimes think, Oh, well, if I follow, I've just got to blindly follow and never raise any objection or any like, mm, are we sure this is a good idea? Um, mm. or never giving your opinion if you disagree like I mm. when it, people that I lead um, it's not always easy if someone gives you quite a like critical opinion that's quite anti to yours but but actually like they should be able to do that 
Um, yeah. And I think I've done that with people that lead me. Like I've said, mm, I'm not sure that I agree with this. or And I think that's important mm. because mm. we've got to like wrestle some stuff. We've got to wrestle through together. Um, yeah, definitely. But then I was also thinking that, and I've encountered this and this is hard, like following a leader doesn't mean saying everything's fine to their face and then like gossiping or bad mouthing them behind their backs. Because I think I've watched like, unfortunately in Christian circles, it's really bad. You know, people yeah. follow and it look all right, but then go and gossip about this, say this, say this negative thing. Um, yeah. So I think those those things feel like quite important to me of like, we're not just called to blindly follow. And even like with God, like I, there's been loads of times where I've sat down with God and gone, well, I don't, what are you doing? I don't, <laughs> I don't know that I agree with what you're doing, Lord. Now, obviously in that situation, yeah. I'm absolutely in the wrong because he's always in the right. Um, but I guess with a human leader, you should be able to sit down with them and say, I'm not sure like what's going on here. I'm not sure where you're going with this. I, I have, and if they're a good leader, they should listen to that and hear you, shouldn't they? I mean, yeah, because yeah, yeah, no, go on. Well, I was just going to say those were some thoughts I had. What, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they're good thoughts. And I think, um, like a good leader and like how Jesus he wins our hearts to him, doesn't he? And he wins our trust to him. He doesn't come in and bombard us with kind of, you need to do this, even though it's against your conscience, you need to do this. Da, 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 you do, yeah. do. He, he's not like that. Like he, he wins our trust towards him and he, and he gives us a whole sort of like relationship and backlog of, like you said, trust bank with him. And I think like same with, good leaders as well is that that you know they'll be looking for won't they like winning your heart to what they're doing not just sort of looking for like that that blind obedience of just I don't care what you think or feel I don't care if I'm asking you to act against your conscience yeah just do it like that's not that's not good leadership um and yeah I just think it's interesting what you're saying of like I think good following as well requires you to understand yourself quite well so mm. I think it's I think that's really important for leading and for following that you yeah. kind of you know how you're likely to operate. Um, so I've been talking about and thinking about a bit recently on the marriage course, and they talk about people are either rhinos or hedgehogs. Mm. Um, yeah, talking about this with someone the other day, and so some people naturally will be like charge into conflict, and then some people will naturally just shy away and be bristly with conflict neither one being good or healthy um but and I don't know how you feel about this but sometimes I feel in church life maybe get a little bit more of it being felt like being a hedgehog is a bit more morally superior to being a rhino (laughs) um because you haven't actually said anything Mm. but you're like but actually like you were saying good it so it's just knowing yourself, knowing yourself, knowing how you're likely to react. And then also kind of, if you're going to follow well, you want to learn to kind of not just go with your natural impulses on things. So maybe if you're a rhino, you want to learn to kind of, if you're going to follow well, like rein it back and respect the person yeah. that you're speaking to and try and, and hear them and draw out of them. What are you saying? But then also if you're a hedgehog, like taking forcing yourself to address conflict not just letting it like or like 
challenging yourself to say, I'm not quite sure about this because mm. probably will come back to bite you later. Yeah. So yeah, just you just got me thinking about that when you were sort of talking about following well. And I was just thinking how you do really, it's important for so much in life, isn't it? That you try and understand yourself well in yeah. order that you can do these things well too. And yeah, my heart goes, I mean, I just read over summer holidays, I just read a really brilliant book by 31A on um, spiritual abuse. Uh, like really brilliant if you're, I highly recommend getting it and looking at it. It's just really worthwhile reading and really good to just open that conversation because that can be a really difficult conversation, can't it? And probably people listening as well, it probably isn't too hard to think of another human who's massively let people down, who is in a position of leadership or power. Yeah. And has has massively, like, even damaged people. It's not that hard to think of people. There's plenty of examples for that. So then what do you conclude? Do you just say, well, I'm all right with with you, Jesus, I'm all right with following you, but I draw the line there. Um, Yeah. I don't think we can really do that, can we? No, I don't. Well, I, I think we can. But I don't think it's what Jesus asked us to do, um, yeah. because it feels a it feels a lot like putting up those barriers, doesn't it? And going, I and I we all do it, and it's it's I think a natural instinct of self preservation, of like mm. I can't go through that again, depending on how d- difficult yeah. it's been, yeah. and because some people have then really sort of. Um, shaken our faith in humanity and leadership um and that and that is a really tough one and so I think that we have to um but I don't think that the answer is just to go god I'm okay following you but I'm not going to put myself in any other positions where someone's in charge I think it's just being wise Mm. and asking god to lead you to the people that are going to going to lead you well um and ten, like, and tentatively asking him to help you take those steps, which he will do. Mm. But I think, unfortunately, we're all going to have examples of leaders who have hurt us or who have said stuff they shouldn't have done. I mean, I've done it. I'm not, I'm not being glib mm. about that, but I, I've done it, um, mm. and I regret it, and mm. I say sorry, um, and and that's unfortunately like you you, you're trying to make amends and say sorry um but we are flawed human beings I I think it comes back to though is that what I'm looking for in a human leader particularly in the church is someone that follows Jesus well so I'm Mm. looking off I'm looking for a leader that is a really good follower of Jesus because Mm. the better I said at the beginning the better they are a follower of Jesus the better they submit to him the better they listen to his voice the better they are moved and flexible to what he's doing the more that they abide with him and are changed by him and um know that they're loved by him all of those like really strong foundations the better they will lead you doesn't mean they'll lead you perfectly but I'm thinking I've got certain people that I'm like I wouldn't want to be led by them because I don't like character wise I just don't trust them mm-hmm. um which is a hard one but you're like I mm-hmm. I don't you know I I don't know how much I would trust that you're following Jesus well and that's mm-hmm. that might sound like a 
harsh judgment. I don't really know what's going on, but from the surface of it, yeah. you think, I don't, I don't know what I think here. Whereas I know that the people I submit to in my church and the people who lead me in my church, I would say, I know that they are following Jesus well. And so yeah. it doesn't always, that doesn't always mean it's easy. Like I've had times where it hasn't been easy at all and you've still had to raise a difference of opinion, but you're, you do it in a different way because you're doing it going, I know that you are trying your best. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the other thing about a follower is it's so easy to be like, I could do this better. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. I've done it. I've done it with other human leaders and I've done it with God. And yeah. it's absolutely... Yeah. And sometimes with a human leader... Maybe I could have done, doubt, doubtful though. With God, I never could have done it better. I've tried and every time I've tried to lead the partnership, it's been an absolute disaster. <laughs> so, I, you know, I just think that um, it's asking God to help you submit to those people that he's put in your life to, to lead you. Um, but also asking the Holy Spirit to make you aware if something's not right and to maybe yeah. to say something if something's not right. Um, yeah. and, and so again, that comes back to knowing God's voice, knowing his heart for you so that you can come to him and go, I'm not sure about this person that's leading me here, God, can you guide yeah. me? Yeah. 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 And I think you hit on, I think hit on something really important there of that in a local church, you should get to know people's lives a little bit and yeah. how important that is. Like, you know, if someone's each week if you're there at a church meeting and someone's telling you about Jesus it actually does I think really matter that you actually know who they are and yeah. know their lives and like you saying that's a really significant part of kind of seeing whether you can trust them um and so I actually think it's a little bit dangerous a lot of these ministries yeah that are kind of you know, like out there maybe on TV or just different platforms where there's people telling you about Jesus, but you don't necessarily know anything about them as a person. And that does really yeah. matter. And I think Jesus takes that. So I think that's why Jesus left heaven to come and live amongst them. Yeah, like he lived yeah. amongst his disciples. They saw what he was like first yeah. thing in the morning. Like yeah. <laughs> they saw what he was like in a weekend camping. <laughs> um stuff like that. And so yeah, I think you I think where things can go really wrong actually is where people become very separate from yeah. the community. Um, like leaders can become very separate from a community around them. People don't really know what they're getting up to, what their life actually yeah. looks like. I mean, it, yeah. So I, I do think that's really important. And I just wanted to say as well, like if there is anybody listening who has actually had a really horrendous time and does feel maybe like they have experienced spiritual abuse or kind of, you know, I, th I, I can think of people that I know that would maybe describe their experience as that as quite abusive that they would probably sort of talk about people who've been through a healing process anyway would talk about like still wanting to engage and follow and lead um but would be very slow yes in yeah. throwing themselves into things yeah. and actually I think there's a huge amount of wisdom yeah, in that I, agree. I think yeah I think we you know we want we're so desperate to belong and I think that's everybody's like that and I think it's good to belong and you want to belong to a church family as well if you if you're a believer but I think there's real wisdom in just sort of going slow 
seeing, getting to know people, getting to know things and sort of see like building your trust up slowly. I don't, you know, I don't think you can just, you can't just give your trust quickly and freely yeah, yeah, any, anywhere. I don't think that's wise. And I don't think that Jesus asked that of us either. Yeah. I think, you no, know, Jesus is always looking to grow wisdom in us, isn't he? Yeah. Um, well, so I just can, think that's important to say. I was going to say, well, you can tell that he sometimes takes it slowly because of what we were saying. How long have we been Christians? And I know, yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's certain things that he's only just bringing up with us now. And we're like, well, yeah. we, we thought we were doing all right following you, Jesus. And then and then you, and then then you he sort of goes, no, I want more <laughs> of your life now. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but I, I just always think the Holy Spirit is so good, like coming alongside us and helping us, helping us when it's hard. Like, yeah. you know, we are independent, selfish humans who sort of want to be in charge and do their own thing and do it when they want to do it. And yeah, and that is that is at the heart of our sin, really, is that we yeah. think we always think that we can do it better. Yeah, we always think that we know the right way. Um, and actually to follow is is hard it ta- it really takes a laying down of that and going I'm gonna submit to this and I'm gonna try and follow you um whether that be God or whether that be a human say you know <laughs> help me do it yeah like, I frequently think about that of like God help me to follow you more help me to trust you more help me not to doubt you help me not to stop thinking that I know better um yeah help me to stop thinking that I've got this covered help me to stop thinking that I can see fully what this situation is when actually God has definitely said to me in at least one situation in my life joy you can only see a small part of this very matter of factly and very gently but so true <laughs> yeah. um, so true and yeah. I'm sitting there thinking I fully understand this situation and God's like <laughs> no um so you need to trust me because I do fully understand this situation and then I go oh yeah yeah um, I'll just <laughs> say sorry and <laughs> we start again. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose like we, we if we're having a conversation about following, you have to sort of talk about the fact that that's what Jesus did himself. Yeah. Even though he was God, he followed his father in heaven. And like, he talks about how he only does what he sees his father in heaven doing. Like he submitted himself. If there was anyone on this earth who ever had the right, to just yeah. do what, you know, just go off and, and do whatever. But he didn't. He submitted himself to his father and his will. Yeah. And so he doesn't ask of us something he's not prepared to do himself. And I think, he, and he knows that's where the life is found as well. So whenever you, it's the same with like anything he asks us to do. It's not like there's nothing in it for us. Yeah. There's always <laughs> yeah. like... It's so much better. <laughs> always fullness of life in it for us. So, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just love that. I just read it again because it's on my screen. But whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Who doesn't want that really? But it's yeah. just not always easy. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point to end on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Excellent. Great. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> we'll be back again in two weeks' time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.